0: Welcome to the family with
1: Bootsy Collins
0: and Andy Bernard Bow, wow, wow, you, B-O, you ba bow, wow, you, B-O, you B-A. I love Atomic Dog, one of my favorite songs of all times. And I got to say after 40 years, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, oh, this is not going to be on, is this, uh, this part actually going to be on the show? Yeah. After 40 years, I said, Bootsy, I finally get to say this for 40 years. After 40 years, he goes, what's that? And I go... Ah, uh, the name is Tommy, baby. <laughs> we'll be right back, right after this. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw Sean Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh,
1: people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured.
0: Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Ah, yes, Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com.
1: I can't believe Thanksgiving is A week from today.
0: A week from today. It's unbelievable.
1: All Walzer stores will be closed, as we always are. The boys are nice enough to give us Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day off. Our Black Friday sales event actually started the beginning of November, so we, can, we can't we can really call it Black Friday because it's been going on all month. It's on new cars. You can go to walzer.com. In addition to our already low prices, you can take a, up to another $500 off select uh, inventory. It's stuff that we've had for a little bit longer than normal. We like to turn our inventory about every three months, and some of these cars might be around for five or six. But... You can save a little bit of dough and get Walzer Care, which is a 10 year, 150,000 mile powertrain warranty that starts today through December 2nd.
0: Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com.
2: I in the come.
1: Do you recognize this song?
3: No. It's you too.
1: Oh,
3: it's you too. So I still haven't
1: found what I'm looking for. It is? Sarah wanted to like cover it, but she it's goes, I, wanted, I was listening to Sam Cooke on the way home. Let's do a U2 song. We'll make it sound as, God, as if Sam, Sam Cooke Cook did it. Hmm. He so was that's why it's all different.
0: Sam Cooke gets blasted at a hotel for being black, probably. Back in the day. It's probably why he got killed, don't you yeah,
1: think? Yeah, there was a woman involved. There yep. were some nefarious things there was, behind right. the demise of Mr. Cooke. No doubt about it. Great, great talent. Passed way too soon. Way
0: too soon. I tell you, it's just what a thrill. We we were just talking earlier before the show started about Bootsy Collins, of course, from Parliament Funkadelic, one of my favorite groups of all time, and I told him Parliament Funkadelic and, and... Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On" got me through my late teens because it was worse than it is now. I know it's hard to believe, but all the neighborhoods were burning and they were massacring every national figure—the president of the United States in '63, all the way through Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy, and even the head of the American Nazi Party, George Lincoln Rockwell, got assassinated.
1: Well, and uh,
2: like Jesus, George Wallace, my late teens. Right. Darkness radio.
1: Malcolm X. We got a lot of people got shot back then. That's that's one trend I'm glad has not seemed to have continued.
0: Ah, uh, that's exactly what I was pointing out today. But I uh, worry. I do too. I'm worried about it myself. Ladies and gentlemen, ah, uh, the name is Darkness, baby. See, I just gave you the Bootsy Collins uh, intro. What do you think of that action? Uh, I like it. Fresh, refreshing, new. I like it. It's bold, Tom. You should go into radio. Here, you know, I
1: got a question for you, Dave. How did Bootsy what? Collins get his name?
4: I couldn't tell you. <laughs> See, I'd yeah,
1: assumed that's that's i had always assume it's because he wore boots, and if you ever nope. saw him play, it was like 6'8". So we learned on the interview today that his mother is probably about as crazy as Bootsy and gave all of her kids weird nicknames when they were little.
0: They did. Although he gave his brother Catfish.
1: the that's Catfish. Catfish.
0: Right. He gave Catfish the nickname himself. I love that stuff so much, can't even tell you. But, yeah, we had such a great time. Bootsy Collins, for people who might not know. And, by the way, if you want to hear a nice interview between a white man and a black man and love for one another and respect for one another, that's the interview you want to listen to. It's unlike a lot of other interviews. But People are terrified. Oh, he's black. I better be careful. He's a human being, for Christ's sake. He's sure fine. Sure enough. Oh, God, listen to you. <laughs> but We're uh, so street, Doug. We're I know. So He's yes. very street, isn't he? He's so about as streety mean as they of get. Rosemont. But yeah, we were just talking about what a great time that was. Uh, Bootsy Collins could not have been a better guy. Ah, the name is Bootsy. Baby was the name of one of his albums, and he he loved the fact that I remembered that album. And it just what what I'm trying to get across to people. And Dave, let me get your take on this too, because I want to get Andy, you know, and Doug's take on it as well. What I'm trying to do by talking to people is. Whether it's white people going after black people or black people going after white people, we don't need any of it. We don't need some minister down in Georgia talking about how much he hates America and white people. You know, I don't see the upside to that at all, do you?
1: Sure enough. No,
0: I, it, <laughs> God, it, I hear know, that, dog. To <laughs> God, I hate both of you. I hate both of these guys in here
4: it's to the point where you think by 2020 this wouldn't even be conversations we should be
0: having i I agree i know but you know what i asked the same thing on the air this morning i got silence and actually had to go on my own show and say (laughs) this is the most low energy show i've ever heard my entire life they wouldn't get involved people are so afraid of this race thing we're all human beings will you relax Settle I'm, I'm with Dave,
1: though, because there, every day somebody posts, it's normally a white person doing something incredibly stupid, and you go, how can this still be happening? I think yesterday the day before, it's a 70-year-old white woman out in California talking to her black neighbors, telling them to start acting like white people and not. Like, I know. It's 10 mm. o'clock in the morning. I know. I know. Not that that's excusable at midnight, but you know. <laughs> well, that's if you're, it's a good uh, point uh, Who was the actor that went crazy about the Jews? Um, Mel, oh, Gibson. Mel Gibson. I mean, yeah. He's higher than a kite, and it's three in the morning. You can mm, maybe cut him off. This woman is—it's this is the way her world operates.
0: Well, it's plus stunning. the
2: fact you can forgive him a little bit because he had just met Tony Lee. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In her defense, she was probably still processing last night's box of wine. Yeah,
0: probably true. <laughs> That's probably true. Hey, do you want to be in the morning show? I could use that kind of lines in the morning show. That'd Bought be good. a box,
2: and we make the morning show go at like seven <laughs> p.m. Yeah, <laughs> yes. seven
0: p.m. morning show for Andy. There you go. I'll just I'll just call in from Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, Bootsy Collins was such a great guest. Had, had a wonderful line, but apparently a couple of people on the show were un, really uncomfortable because I pointed out that this minister was a pain in the ass moron. Mm-hmm. We're saying well, you know, how much he hates white people. Jesus. The problem comes
4: in is, you know, everybody has to be cautious with what they say now because even things that are said in the best of intentions yeah, yeah, they, are, yep. are twisted so yep. quickly by somebody with an agenda. And oh, you can, yeah. You know, you go on and you, you make some comments you think is, a you know, hey, I support everyone. I, you know, I, like with the Black Lives Matter, when the initial, you know, all lives matter, everybody took offense to it and mm-hmm. and the the concept was beautiful what they're trying to say is it shouldn't be about black white yellow green it should just be all lives matter we have to start treating everybody yep. respectfully and uh, you know people want to be offended by everything yep, and they do and, and, but I see it from the other side. I see you know no, all lives don't matter. that's why right now the key element is we need to focus on black lives matter because they are being treated improperly and they're being beaten and shot without question and I get that concept, but it's also to the point of can't you know maybe the bridging, maybe that moment starts right. when one side says, but all lives matter, let's no longer make this about black and white, let's make it about the police." need to treat everyone equally justice needs to be served and not by the color of your skin but by the crime that you're involved in the threat level that they assess and and get to those points but you know in media now it's you have to be so cautious i know doing I the holzer files they're like please avoid political to enter on your social uh, media. David, we have, the,
1: I, we have the History Channel online too. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's
4: good. I'm, I'm on travel, so I'm safe. But, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: you're good to go. Th-
4: thanks for the support, Doug. And Sorry. I'm, I appreciate that, buddy. <sighs>
1: Fine. No, I, I, man, I was going to the... say something nice about your interview on KQ this morning, but forget it. Forget now. it.
0: You're out. That's it.
1: No, I learned about Dan Aykroyd and Holzer. and I know. That was fascinating. That was interesting. I, I was didn't really learn something. That was. was good.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, so I mean, it's just a situation where it's a really weird night right now because of the, you know, we're all sheltering in place, or as Chris Rock once said. We'll get to a point someday where little kids can hop around on one foot inside a one-foot square. <laughs> That's about all they'll be able to do. And we're kind of getting there right now, so everybody's tense. and blah, So what I try to point out is, no, 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 we're all in this together. We don't need to hear about this one hates that one, and this one is horrible, and you're the worst, and you're a racist. No, you're a racist. We don't need to hear that right now. What we do need to hear is this is how we can get through this, and I blame it on the weak leadership of both Trump and Joe Biden.
1: I I think a watershed moment actually was when Franken stood down from the Senate. I think that lent so much fuel to people to get indignant and try to assert their authority in some way. Well,
0: Franken, well, I defended him. I of course, know you never did. heard from him again the little prick that he is but I did defend him and say he should have never ever been kicked out of the Senate yeah. that was a you're right that was the moment that that sent everything in the wrong direction yeah, yeah. yeah we got a senator
2: we can get anything that's, that's right yeah. that's
0: exactly that's why I defended him you know I don't like Al Franken I've never liked Al Franken but I do think I if think you've joke, mentioned that
1: a few times yeah
0: <laughs> this woman had a flak vest on he wasn't going to be able to grab her breast it was a joke yeah. for Christ's sake he was not going to molest a woman, Jesus! It just—I don't know. I'm glad we're on this show because if I said on the Cakey Morning Show, nobody'd respond.
1: <laughs> well, I was the one that brought it up, so. I know.
0: Thank God, you know, get that whole whole deal rolling. So, well, Dave.
2: No, never mind.
0: Oh no, hey, go ahead, Andy. What?
2: Oh, I was just going to say, you know, this—the sad thing is, this is definitely not a new human behavior. No, it's not. If you give a mob power, it will take power, and. No matter what the name of that mob is, as we've seen, you know, it's like, you know, you don't love God as much as I do. Right, You right. don't hate God as much as I do. You don't love your country, hate this country, etc., etc. People, People will commit genocide in the name of love and peace if you let them.
1: We're not the Judean People's Front. We're the People's
2: exactly. Front of Judea. That's exactly right. <laughs> 100% correct right there. Did you know that there are militant sects of Buddhism? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They you drink like fish, too. You wouldn't think. But, really? Yeah. They're big drinkers. There are Buddhists out there who <laughs> go around killing people who don't. I mean, this is like the tiniest little fraction of Buddhists, right. obviously. But they, it's just interesting to think, you know, a, a religion that the entire tenet is basically like, you know, peace. understanding and peace and yeah. Zen and everything. But, yeah, you have this uh, this contingent of them going around murdering people because they don't believe in peace as much as do. they I set do. them on fire? <laughs> I mean, uh, that's don't kind argue, of a Buddhist thing. That kind of well, is. Well, yeah. it's self-immolation is the Buddhist yes, Right, so,
1: but the badass Buddhists probably light other people on fire. Maybe.
0: Probably, honestly. Could be. I just wanted to become a Jainist, but then I realized I'd have to trim down. It's a very difficult uh, difficult life. They don't wear any clothing at all, and they have a little little broom that they sweep oh, back and forth. Oh, I have
1: There's... Did you read The World According to Garp? Oh, yeah. There was a cult of... There was a side story in there, if I remember right, about a guy raped a young girl, and so she couldn't tell on him, he cut out her tongue. Right. Not being too stupid to figure out, okay, she can write. Yeah, right, right. But, And I think they were called the Janus, and there were women that were cutting their tongues out in the novel in support of this.
0: A lot of times Janus don't talk. Really? Some of them do. Yeah, they don't wear clothing. They're totally nude and they have a broom. They sweep in front of them to clear off any insects so they don't step on insects and kill them. Yep. All life is sacred. Wow. All life is sacred.
1: This is probably not a cult uh, up in Bemidji, I wouldn't think. But i still, walking I, around naked. Exactly. There's probably be snow. a Jainist
2: or two in Bemidji. I'd probably go on meta be fast cold. If, be if you're a Jainist. if you're a Bemidji Jainist, call in. We shall take a break, <laughs>
0: be right back. Darkness Dave is with How much time do you have today, Darkness?
4: I am here till 4.30 in the afternoon if you
0: need me. Now we're talking. Now we're cooking with gas. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. Michael, can you tell me what do you like most about your
1: job? Well, I know we only have a minute, so the short version is how we build relationships with our customers, being able to drive around town and see all the businesses we've been able to help, and how that translates to jobs for their employees and the impact that makes on families in our area. It's truly rewarding. I also love to see the families that started banking with us 22 years ago when their children were young. Now those kids are adults. They're banking with us too. Lastly. I'd say seeing our customers' reactions when we're able to do something unexpected for them, like deliver cash directly to them when they need it, but physically can't come to the bank. I love what I do.
0: Did you bring some of that cash here today? Uh, (laughs) Huh? Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. I'm rocking out, baby. Uh, We have a caller. We sure do. Hello.
3: How oh, oh, are you there?
0: Oop, I could. You were kind of breaking up there.
3: Uh, it, it, I think Tom Bernard is absolutely hilarious.
0: I've always loved you. I wanted to point that out.
3: Oh, and you know what? Can, uh, can I get a job at Walzer selling cars?
1: <laughs> no, you clearly have no taste. I <laughs> have bad taste in people. I
3: have no taste. Got it. Got it. Tom Bernard, you are the best. I don't care what you say. You are the best. I want. i You know what? What? I've. I've been a fan of yours since like 1993.
0: Oh, I thought you said nineteen nineteen at first. I'm like, wait a minute!
3: <laughs> oh God! No.
0: What's your you first name, sir?
3: You're the best. Well,
0: thank you, sir. It's very kind of you. Thank you so much for calling.
3: And I hear podcast every day, and I'm watching it on my seventy-five inch TV right now.
2: <laughs> wow!
3: I and just then, can you, uh, <laughs> what is the name? of you. So I get a so I get a phone call back.
0: Oh, what? I missed that part. What was that?
3: And then, he, he, no, he's pushing me out. Got it. What? What is happening?
1: Hello. There's a delay in the feed. Uh,
3: there, there might be oh. a delay, but no. But you know what? I will tell you this. I grew up very poor, just like you did, and you know what? I listen to you every single day.
0: I have a job because of you. I would like to point that out. People like you gave me a job, and I have a job because of you, sir. What is your first name, though?
3: My first name is Damien.
0: Damien, it's wonderful to have you on, sir. You know how much it means to me to hear from listeners. Like I said, I have a job. I have a career because of people like you, Damien, and I will never forget you. So call call in more often. All right.
3: I will do it often. All
0: right. Thank you, Damien. Have a wonderful day, sir.
3: takes like two seconds of delay, but you know what? You are the best.
0: Okay, I'll send the check.
3: Where do you want me to send it? <laughs> uh, well, I, it's supposed to be like $5. You can do that, but I, you are the best, and it takes like a couple seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're listening back to the show, it's going to be a two-second delay. It's going to yeah. be tough. Thanks, Damien. Uh, thank you, sir. I'll talk to you soon. Good too. job, Tom.
3: Good job. Thank you very hey, much.
0: you're the best.
3: You're the best.
0: Well,
4: that was pretty hey, good. Hey, Tom, I don't know
0: this, but you're the best. That is the one thing I do. Know. Leave me alone. Hey, listen, I'm giving you that. I'm giving Dave. Cut, Dave. Get rid of him. No, that that is so humbling, honestly. God, an an enthusiastic young guy like that calling in, loving the show and it means a lot to you, man, because you sit and you talk and you don't one thing about doing radio doesn't always work the best. Yeah, Skype doesn't always work the best, unfortunately. But Damien was very nice to call in. But you know, because sitting in radio, you don't know who to. There might be times when nobody's listening to you. You, you don't, don't know. know, you know, right? You don't know. So it is so nice to hear from people like Damien They they appreciate the show. But Dave, I mean, you get you get tons of correspondence.
4: Yeah, I do. It's it, that is the flattering part. You think you know. You, sometimes you get complacent. You do your show. You're, right. You're out there and you're talking to the people, and then all of a sudden you get the emails or calls like that, and it reminds you. All right, yeah, this is what I'm doing, this is why I'm here, because people like that are tuning in, and, and you make a difference. Even in the slightest ways, you um, make a difference, and that's a good good place to be in life.
0: No doubt about it. It is a wonderful, wonderful place to be in life. And I actually, I, I did a little talking this morning. Michael Bryant had something to do with it as well. But uh, Kristen Burt from this show, I'm going to start having her on the morning show once in a while, which mm, nice. I'm really looking forward to doing. I love Kristen. She's wonderful. Don't tell her I said that, though. But no, I think I love working with her. She's she's terrific, and having her on the morning show once in a while just to man she, she is as even keel as they come. Doesn't matter what happened the night before. They could have, an atomic bomb could have gone off. She'd go, well, we'll get through it. <laughs> she's one of those kind of people. She live in L. A. Yeah, she does. Absolutely, It's
1: a good attitude to have if you live in L. A. Oh
0: God, can you imagine <laughs> not having a good attitude in L. A. Mm. Uh, but I said, but. The problem is the show starts at 3.30 in the morning. She goes, well, I get up at 4.30. So, I said, all right, well, if you want to do it, because gonna, I'm going to ask, uh, ask Candace to, to book her and get her on starting maybe next week. And I think, you know, if she can do it, if the hours work, I'd love to have her on at least uh, once a week, maybe more than that, because I really like her a lot. Cool. Indeed. So tonight's the night, 9 o'clock, Travel Channel, Holzer Files. Yeah, we've got a
4: brand-new episode. Um, this is episode four. We have 13 episodes this season. We're going to Franklin Castle in Cleveland, Ohio. And it is this is one of my favorite episodes. Um, my daughter, Ripley, is part of this investigation with us tonight. Uh, I found out early during the um, interview process with the historians that the little girl, Emma Tiedemann, had passed away from complications due to diabetes and my daughter uh we almost lost her two years ago to the date we filmed this episode to the same situation so it was a very powerful episode for me and we incorporate my daughter and a few other uh, out of the box techniques that we've never used on the show before and we get some really uh remarkable results and uh, I'm, I'm pretty proud of this episode you know we're really sorting through the legends and lies that surrounded this family and it's it's interesting to see how, how your narrative could change even 50 years after your passing because somebody's trying to make a name for themselves and they, they heap it on the shoulders of somebody from the past that isn't there to defend themselves anymore. And right. suddenly that becomes the history. And uh, and that person's life or, or legacy is forever changed because of that. And we, we go in exploring that aspect of the story and... Uh, I think sometimes giving the voice to the spirits is exactly what they need so that they aren't forgotten and why we get such great results on the show.
0: Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. The show's doing very, very well, uh, which, you know, you've got to be proud of your pals. You start a show a year and a half ago, and it took off, and it's doing very, very well now. Um, actually, I need a favor from you, though. You know, since you, since you do the paranormal and all that stuff, there are a couple of people at KQ that I'd like to disappear. Could you take care of that for me? <laughs> I don't know if you've mistaken the paranormal and the mop. Those are two different <laughs> things. The paranormal and the mafia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that what really happened hey, to Wally uh, Walker? Wally. Wall, I love Wally. Yeah, no, I don't, uh, I don't,
4: I don't have those, uh, those connections, but uh, as soon as I do, I'll let you know, and we'll, we'll see what we can uh, open up a seventh layer of hell portal somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, I would love that. I think that would be fantastic. Open up the seventh portal of hell. There's no question. Uh, tell the people on the podcast what tonight's episode is all about, because it's a very special episode. <laughs>
4: yeah the uh, the episode is called uh, final Word um when we visit the uh, Franklin Castle in Cleveland to examine this case, understand this this haunting and why it's taking place, who the players are. And there's so many weird narratives throughout this and and this location was a school and a church and a home. and it had been through so many changes, and each layer kind of brought their own level of high weirdness to it. so it was it uh, was just so much to cut through try to understand what was going on in the story so uh that's the holes or files are a paranormal themed tv show every thursday night on travel channel right after ghost adventures we're on at 9 p.m central and then for your listeners that are interested right afterwards on my facebook page and on my youtube page with darkness radio we go live immediately after to do an after party show and i'll have a few guests on to talk about different aspects of the episode we'll go be a little deeper into the stories and talk about uh you know things that didn't make it on the episode, um, some of the narrative and history that might have been lost in the edit, and we'll we'll chat about that. So it's it's kind of a cool opportunity to connect, and this one's an important one to me because of the diabetes angle and my daughter and Alexandra Holzer, uh, the daughter of Hans Holzer, who's a part of our show. Her kids deal with diabetes, and then here we have this young girl who lost her life in the 1800s to it. And you know it's a long gap between then and now, but type 1 diabetes is still out there still
1: right we haven't
4: cracked that code so i've been asking people if you have it in your heart in this time of giving and thanks and, and peace on earth you know make a donation to the jdrf.org that's the juvenile diabetes research fund they're the forerunners in this field to try to crack this and i think i think with the right timing and the right amount of money we could we could break this code and get a better handle on type 1 there are a lot of really interesting therapies and things that are coming up and Mm -hmm. I hope people will examine that and and make a donation if they get a
1: chance to. I I actually follow that, David, because it's interesting. We started uh, working with the American Diabetes Association as a company about five or six years ago because they have a big, you know, it's a charity bike ride race kind of deal. And I think it was four or five years ago I said to Tom, hey, let's get a team together. And we'd, you know, up until... The COVID hit. We'd been riding every year and 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 raising money for them, but you start talking to these people and reading the research and the developments, and I, I really think that the, it, in not too many more years, they're going to unlock this puzzle and 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 be able to tame this terrible, terrible disease.
4: Well, and it is—it's such a strange disease as well because you don't know what can set it off. It's not like. Um you know you're born with it and they just know it it's this hidden uh, issue it's in you it you know it could be just as simple as your your you know my daughter fell off her bike and broke her arm and that triggered diabetes and you think how is that possible but that's right that's the trick of autoimmune system issues you don't know what can trigger and it could be as simple as a cold it could be a car accident that triggers diabetes how weird is that yeah. to even consider so we do need to get the answers, and they are coming a long way in in new therapies and treatments that I think, like I said, are going to really make a big difference to this and, and save lives. So when you make a donation, the life you save may be my daughters, and, and I appreciate it, or your neighbor or your nephew or, or cousin or whatever. There's so many people afflicted with type 1 diabetes, and we just need to get on top of it, and you know, and this is something that really can be done i know there's been a lot of talk on all these other diseases and such going around and what can we do to make them better diabetes is a big one you know it's it is sadly a, a death sentence for people yeah um it's just a slow process so what what can we do to help alleviate that and and give these people their lives back that's what we all need to be
0: focused on now we shall take a break be right back with one more segment with darkness dave Doug Sprint all rocking out, baby. Oh my God. I'm I just... kind of
1: surprised I'm not famous.
0: Well, you're famous for something you don't <laughs> want to be famous for. How about that? How about that action? Um, this is pretty amazing. This is just, this might never end. Certification of votes in Detroit is a mess. So now they don't know what they're going to do there. Is this going to go on for the rest of our lives?
1: I thought they'd certify the Wayne they took County results
0: yesterday. They well, took they did. it back, yeah, apparently. Uh, so I don't know what the hell is going to go Seriously, could anything else go wrong this year of 2020? I know. Honestly, things are on fire. This is ending. That's ending. People's uh, income. I, let I'm let not ask
1: ignoring you, guys, you. I'm thinking.
0: I know. No, I understand. I thought you were on the KQ Morning Show for a <laughs> there. Yeah. Um, but in any case, i uh, if they don't think I'm going to joke about that, very openly, they're crazy, because that's just who I am. What's it called again, the problem with my amygdala?
2: Uh, well, I mean, the amygdala is the fear center of the brain. So if you have an underactive amygdala, then you wouldn't have fear. Did you
0: know that, Darkness Dave, that I have an
2: underactive amygdala?
4: I thought that just by looking at you, but I wasn't certain until now.
2: <laughs> this guy looks like his amygdala is messed up. No, so, I, is I that literally... the
1: thing in the back of your throat?
2: That'd be the th- back of your throat. Oh, that's that your be vulva. The... Yes, the vulva. That is your I think
0: vulva. it's uvula. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> it but is. might Has be the a uvula. The uvula. Your vulva in the back of your throat. <laughs> 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 but yeah, see, I didn't. Re- I didn't really realize that until a while ago. because I, I literally because of, when when I was a child. I have. I don't. I'm not afraid of anyone or anything. I just don't have fear like that, right? I mean, there's discomfort. Like I, I want to make sure my wife and children and grandchildren are doing well. That if that's a fear, I guess it's more concern than fear, though. Because if anybody bothers them, I'll just kill them. Yeah, mm. there you go. So that'll be good. But um, it's I, called problem solving. Problem solving. You're dead because you bothered my son. So that'll be problem good. problem is solved. Problem solved. You won't be doing that anymore. But I think around a lot of people that I say things on the air that they're terrified of. But I don't have fear of that. I just don't. What are you going to cancel culture? Good. Then I'll just sleep in every morning. You happy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I
4: think gotta. You know, there's there's a difference between being brave enough to just say what you feel and believe, right? And being ignorant and rude and and just wanting to cripple society by right inflicting. Or personnel, which is what we've got right now. This kind of culture of my my uh, thoughts are most important, and yeah, you know, it's yep. kind of, I think social media really opened that door. To now, everybody believes that they're just as important, and mm-hmm, everybody yep. is important. But sometimes you just need to learn courtesy and common sense, and realize the audience you're speaking with. And uh, people just don't have that uh, the no no switch on anymore. They, you know, it just comes out. And and unlike you, who's doing it out of a place of Trying to uh, entertain in a in a place of of no fear of these kind of situations. Trying to make Other things better. Yeah.
0: Place, of, yeah, to just stir pots, and people yeah. love stirring pots nowadays. Oh, do they ever, Dave. It's unbelievable. The stuff that you see people... that I still can't believe they they went after Katy Perry because all she said was, to my friends and family who voted for Donald Trump, we can get together and we'll feel much better. They went after her and shredded her for trying to be tight with her family. It's like, God. I I made a post
4: um, after the election, and it was... Just this generic post on my social media stating, you know, hey, this has been a rough year, and there are a lot of people out there right. that are hurting, and there are a lot of people feeling alienated and alone. And I just want you to know, you're not alone. Don't don't give in to darkness. It's exactly you know what she me did. You have, and, and I have people turning that saying, oh, so you support Trump, or you support <laughs> Biden. Like, where did that hell does this even come from? And people that were listeners for 10 years have blown me off in hate-filled, rage-filled emails oh, because God. what I was, was offering a helping hand to anybody exactly. that's feeling really broken or lonely because they're they're isolated, they're confined to their homes, they're dealing with the election issues, the race issues, the rage issues, yep. the, the monetary issues. I was just extending an olive branch to be peaceful to anybody but people want to find a reason to be offended. Yep. So boss cost me, but you know, I, I always said this, if it costs me those kind of people, I don't need them.
0: <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I, who needs your horrible attitude? This hatred, I hate you because of your opinion. Oh, my God. we got to get past all that. And this, oh, there was a guy. As a matter of fact, um, we were talking about this on the show, I guess, a couple of days ago, uh, about the, the fact that 70% of people in the world are not that bright. I mean, just it's a fact, right? You know what some people heard? Uh, I heard you say that 70% of black people aren't very smart. Oh
2: my God. What?
1: Uh, well, uh, you could extrapolate that, I suppose, if you wanted to. Yeah, if you yeah. wanted
2: to work really if 70% hard. 70% of
1: it, all the people are stupid. Yeah. It would be 70% of every group.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Yes, yeah, every every group. But they just, they just had to turn it into a race thing because that's what they always do now. Yeah. I still think that black people are being used as a human shield by some of these politicians and tech people. They're just putting you, holding you up there because people are so afraid to make a comment about that. They're making money hand over fist, and they get that human shield there. And every single one of my black friends thinks I'm absolutely right on the money with that. They're sick to death of it. And I don't blame them.
1: Well, Facebook, I mean, it is designed... To, they're an advertising agency. Exactly. The more people That's they can exactly get to look right. at stuff, yep. the more stuff they can sell, so and the more they can charge. Right. It's no more complicated than that. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, by the way, Darkness, I just got a call from Matthew McConaughey, and if he runs for president, he wants you to be his vice president. Did you know that?
3: All right, all right, all right. Oh.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, it would be up to the people more than it would be me, he says, a possible gubernatorial bid, apparently. Was that going to be in Los An- uh, in Louisiana? That, he's from Louisiana. I he was from
1: Texas, but I'm Where
2: not is he from sure. Texas? Yeah, I think uh, Texas.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He is from Excuse Texas. Excuse
2: me while I yep. try to spell McConaughey quick. <laughs> M-C-C-O-N-A-U-G-H-E-Y
0: McConaughey He
2: uh, was born in Texas. Born in Texas. All right, all right, all
4: right. He just did an interview on Josh Gates tonight. His new autobiography is out. And he was talking about, you know, like so many of these little trigger moments in his life and he he does seem like a fascinating guy and he's out there but you know, I mean, you got to give out. it to the guy. He 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 walks to the beat of his own drum and he's famous and yep. doesn't you know doesn't really bow to people's concepts of
0: what normal should be and god love him for it I think, I, mean, keanu
1: reeves I think is get- in, keanu reeves is in that club too yeah. i
2: love keanu reeves i really yeah. a lot of people don't like i think he's terrific yeah. interesting fact about matthew mcconaughey his parents were each married three times to each other how's that working out yeah they got married got divorced got married got divorced got married and then got divorced again. That's well, right. I No, I think not. the third one stuck. Those kids are still together. I well, <laughs> would explain the all right,
1: all right, all right.
2: Yeah, there you go. Right, third exactly. times the charm. We're getting
1: married again. All right. Yeah, now we're really? getting married again. All right.
2: We got two
0: minutes, so I want to hear more about tonight's show, Pally. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah,
4: just you know, there's not much more to say on it. It's it's a fun paranormal show that that looks at things uh, and ghosts and history in a different light. Uh, the Holzer Files on Travel Channel. You know, If I can mention one thing for movie fans, and Tom, I know you're always looking for a good um, horror themed movie. Yes, sir. The Craft uh, Legacy is out now. You can get it on demand. You can rent it. It's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's a little pricey right now. It's 20 bucks. It's a new release. But it's, it was one that's good. It's following up. It's a direct sequel to the 90s classic uh, uh, The Craft with Baruza Balk and um, oh, sure, yeah. And, and have Campbell and everybody. And this, this kind of takes a different story, a new batch of girls, but it doesn't follow the same formula. They take a really nice original tack to it. It's a fun, entertaining movie. It actually, you know, Blumhouse, who's doing it, has got a great way of, of bringing horror and comedy together in some of these movies, and they did a great job with Legacy. I know there's a lot of people that love the, the craft, of the original movie. I think they're going to enjoy Legacy as much. Um, that's a, a fun flick. I said out of five stars, I gave it a solid four for just being entertaining, fun, and, and taking a known factor and not just repeating it, but creating a new story and a new dynamic for the characters. So it's a, it's a good one if people are looking for something to check out this weekend at home.
0: I like it. We'll be watching tonight, Travel Channel 9 o'clock, The Holzer Files, Season 2 with Darkness, Dave.
2: Wendy wants thank to thank you. you for the information about the Palmer House.
4: No, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't end up making it out there with the uh, pending birth of my grandson. I had to bail out last minute, and uh, I'm glad I did. It's probably a better idea to stay home and be with the family during this time and uh, be here for my grandson and not possibly get uh, infected with whatever's out there right now. So um, we'll all make it up and get out there when this COVID thing lifts and we can be real-world people again.
0: Looking forward to it, pal. Thanks very much for your hour today, man. I'll, I, you got to be on more often like this. I would love having you on. I'd
4: love to. I'd love to, guys. Right. Thanks a lot for having me, and everybody be safe. Happy Thanksgiving if I don't talk to you before Happy then.
0: Thanksgiving. We'll tee it up soon. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. all right Darkness Dave, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight again, uh, Travel Channel, 9 o'clock, The Holzer Files, Season 2. We'll be back. Now, what's coming up next, Doug?
1: Car selling secrets. We have phone-in guests because of the new restriction. Yeah, uh, I did all the way. House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler and Pat Garofalo, Representative from Farmington, will be joining us via phone. Hopefully the technology works. We'll be right back.